Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Adam. And welcome to Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at... Uh, uh, hold on. What are we doing? <laughs> Children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Yes, that. So cheers. Cheers. Those sound like church bells. These are... So we're drinking out of like really balloony uh, wine goblets. Yeah, I don't know where these came from. Oh, but... uh, they came from a swap. Like oh. all great things in my life. Uh, today I was wearing some very cute heels, and people were like, cute, like some cute little booty, uh, mm-hmm. some suede booty heels, and I was like, oh yeah, all of my cutest things other people picked out, and then decided they didn't want, and then I took them. <laughs> yes, you are the scavenger of fashion. Truly, I'm such a mooch. It's true, so that's good, but, uh, how's your week going? Mm. Great. It's been a great week. Uh, it's been, like, I feel like we're in pretty good shape in terms yeah. of the holiday season. We finished our Christmas tree. It's all set up and decorated. Yeah, our Christmas and tree is it's decorated. Great. It's They're... covered in kid stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, our kids were 100% in charge of it. So, like, our ki- our tree is pretty much just covered in, like, paper plates and glitter. Yeah. Which, um, honestly, which is, is kind like of your... Like, that's yeah. your... That's, like, peak peak Christmas tree. Yeah. It's, it's a little kid Christmas tree. And they're proud of it. And they love it. And they get to see it. And... Yeah, and, like, honestly, that's probably how my Christmas tree is going to look forever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I do see, you know, pr- potentially, if we ever got our basement finished, like, there might be, like, a little Christmas tree downstairs that you're allowed to decorate super pretty, and mm-hmm. it's like, this is mom's tree. This is a pretty tree that has, like, themes. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the blue and white, you know, tree or whatever, but, no, it it's fine. We, yeah, we kind of just recovered from the Thanksgiving holiday and... Yeah, I mean, started but, like started yeah. sliding full force into Christmas. I got all our Christmas cards sent out for Yay. the most part. I think I have like three more to do. One of them is like an international um, card, so I need to actually go to the post office and get postage. Yeah, for it because I was like, I have no idea. I would just put a zillion stamps on this. <laughs> it looked like Ron Weasley's I, letter to Harry Potter. A hundred percent. Um. So yeah, I only just, German. Whatever that I is. I will just go to the post office and be like, please, sir. Tell me how many stamps I need. And they'll be like, uh, you need a 66 cent stamp. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> what is that in Deutschmarks? Right. Um, they still so, do Deutschmarks, right? Uh, I think they're in the Euro. Yeah, they're in the Euro. <laughs> but oh. anyway. Um, yeah, so I have to do that. And then a few more of like, there's always a few people where um, they move. Like, there are people who just, like, are never, honestly never in the same house. We, we know some nomads. Like I, yeah, I, I have some real nomads in my life. And so, like, half the time I end up sending it to their parents' house. Yeah. Well, that's because I'm pretty sure that guy lives in a best. yurt. Like, <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. Right. There right. have been years so, like, he's been in a yurt. Right. So, so like, I mean, nine I times out of ten, I'm always like, I'm just going to send it to your parents' house. Is that still okay? Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll see them. It's like, okay, cool. You have a good relationship with your parents. And yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad for it. I'm glad for it. I'm here for it. So yeah, that's good. So, yeah, Christmas cards are getting sent out. We got a lot of presents wrapped. We so did. We did. We have good. a few more coming in. Yeah, uh, but there's for, a trickle. But for the most part, like, we, I feel like our, if we had to have Christmas, like, next week, we, we could, could do, do it. it. We could do it. 
so that's good and we're starting to like firm up the christmas plans where it's like who are we meeting when and where are we going and when are we going to see the christmas lights at the amusement park with my family and when right. are we but then like things just like spontaneously are like hey can what? we get together tomorrow evening? And we're like, and I'd be like, actually, sure. Yeah, we can this maybe do that. This is literally the only Saturday I have free, but hey, you win. Let's do it. So we got some stuff and we went and saw, like I said, we went down to the amusement park, Kings Island down here and saw mm-hmm. their winter fest, which is. It's cute. It's, it's very cute. cute. I think if I was like six, it would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, but since I'm not six, it's real cold. Yeah, it's kind of cold. <laughs> they have one roller coaster open, and our eldest talked me into going on that, which, honestly, I was like, no, I'll do it. It's fine. It wasn't that it's hard It's a really it. good roller coaster. It's a fun little roller coaster, but there's only the one open, mm-hmm. and it was the most mind-numbingly cold experience I think I've had in a long time, because it was just... It's a very fast roller coaster. Fast. I rode it, like, in October... And I remember being like, oh, it's so cold. Yeah, it was 32 degrees outside when I got on that coaster. And the wind chill, I think, just dropped it straight to below zero. It was fantastic. Everything on my face is frozen. So, but that was last night. And, you know, I survived. We all survived. It was lovely. And I'm at the point where I'm, like, not quite turning into the uh, super deep, bassy winter voice yet. Yes, winter voice is coming, guys. It'll be here. Prepare yourselves. I'll be super sexy. Yes. No, I won't be. I do love my voice with a cold, though. Like, truly, I always make sure I record all my voicemail messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my voice with a cold is much closer to the voice that I hear all the time. Right. Uh, that I think everyone hears. And then I hear myself on a recording and I was like, who is this chipmunk? Mm-hmm. I have I have similar experiences because my voice is not exactly high mm-hmm. in recordings. But I hear it like an octave below. I think I'm talking like James Earl Jones. Oh, so, 100%. 100%. I have like a deep, deep, velvety voice mm-hmm. in my head. And then in real life, I do not. It's so sad. It's okay. <laughs> so uh, we are here to continue our ongoing uh, series on the Star Wars films. Yes. So we uh, we have moved through the original trilogy. Through the original trilogies. Through the prequels. Prequels. God bless. Whew. That was a rough one. Um, and now we're like into the modern new yes, series. Yes, the most recent. The, the two, soon to be three, mm-hmm. um, in about a week and a half from when we're recording this. So we are going to try to double up a little bit and get an extra episode in. Oh, bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bonus so content that, for all of you committed listeners. Yeah, so that we can be kind of live blogging the... The, the next one as it comes out. But I think you're going to watch it, and I don't know when I'm going to watch it. I don't know either. I'll send you to watch it. I'll be like, hey, here's a ticket. Like, you've got Fridays off, like, the 20th. You can go, like, at 2 in the afternoon. I'm just going to go by myself, smuggle hey, in alcohol. Uh, yeah. I mean, where's the... What What do you have a problem with? Like, I think this sounds like... A, I would do that in a heartbeat. Also, go in my pajamas because I have zero shame. Yes. Yes. Make this happen. Go, go you're going to be like in a onesie. You're currently wearing your <laughs> Hogwarts am, onesie. I am currently wearing a Harry Potter onesie. Uh, I think that's a perfect thing to wear to a Star Wars show. Right. Right. Unless you want to borrow my Chewbacca onesie, which would be huge on you. It would be so big. But more booze smuggling potential. Right. It doesn't have pockets. <sighs> I'm actually like really relieved that you're... Chewbacca onesie does not have pockets, and all of my onesies do have pockets. I'm like, yes, retribution. 
Yeah, that one thing. Congratulations, we're even now, right? right. Yeah, no. years of systematic so I'm oppression. Still, I'm still making like seventy-seven cents to the dollar. Yeah, pretty much. But that's also because your company sucks. So anyway, we're we're gonna talk about the the first of the sequels of Force Awakens. A Force Awakens, or the Force Awakens. I'm sorry, I'm I am. I like the a Force. Like, the there a are Force. many. The, <laughs> there are many forces. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the Force Awakens. Which, again, this is one of those things where they took almost 15 years off. Right. Took a nice pause. Nice pause. A gap year, there's if a, you will. Yeah, there's a few things that were happening uh, for, like, cartoons, like the Clone Wars were on, and, like, right. some other stuff was happening. Which I never saw. I never saw any They're of it. fantastic. You need to. Also, there's a zillion books. Oh, yeah. That are all, like, definitive, because uh, George Lucas is like, yeah, sure, you can be canon. Sure, sure, sounds great. Like, like you pay me money. I will I will say that your stuff is law. So one thing that just happened, though, um, so backing up to kind of the meta story of what's going on, mm-hmm. George Lucas sold Lucasfilm to Disney mm-hmm. for just an unholy amount of money. Right, and the, and the run-up to this was like, oh, shit, I need to make another movie so that my company is worth more. Right, exactly. So that when Disney buys it, I will get more monies. Yeah, because if you sold it with just what it had... It's worth some stuff. But if you're selling it with potential, mm-hmm. then he's like, hey, I've gotten another trilogy. You can have that as well. You can film that and right. just print money. And that can be yours. And, and they're like, hmm, I do like the idea of printing money. That sounds good because so, I'm an evil corporation. Indeed. So they, they went for that. And as it turns out, um, those scripts were absolute shit. Right. Yeah, I did see that. That Disney was like, uh, yeah, we're not using your stories because no they're thanks. garbage. So, But we will continue to make more movies. Thanks for the idea. But they did also announce that all of the books and mm-hmm. uh, expanded universe is what they called it, is now kind of... It's called Star Wars Legends. It's Legends now, which means they are not canon. Mm-hmm. They couldn't be true and they could not be true who knows it's myth and legend but it's just a way of like flagging like this is kind of an alternate timeline because truly the amount of time that it takes for something to fall into myth and legend is like 15 seconds in the goddamn star wars universe fair enough they are like on a complete they experience time in just a different way than i experience time because like the 80s right yeah when i was a child 35 years ago has not fallen into myth and legend like, it's not like, psst, there was this thing called the Walkman, psst. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is not just like a whisper campaign among <laughs> Yeah, I know, but, among people. but they forget. So, um, but anyway, so they, they have the whole Legends thing, which were the old Expanded Universe novels and all that. Mm-hmm. And so that's all um, on the back burner. It's like, that's right, cool, it's you can read thing. it. It's its own little timeline, and it all holds together within itself, mostly. Right. But... Now, because George Lucas made them do forward. all the work of like, hey, be consistent. Like you can be canon, but be consistent with everything else yeah. that's canon. So like Timothy like, Zahn took you on have to do the hard work. a lot of it, and like there's all this great stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, like, like I said, there's like certain series that run through that those are consistent in themselves, but there might be a little bit of fudging on the details between the crossovers. But right, it tends to be okay. But the thing is, the whole story's known. Like, if you were to film Heir of the Empire... Right, there'd be no surprise. Yeah, there'd be no thrill. There'd be no... Ex- people would be like, here, read this book. Or, I've already read this book. Right. Why do I need to go see this movie? So, in order to have any dramatic heft... Any stakes. 
you had to kind of go back to the drawing board and reinvent anything. And in order to do so, they said, okay, here's what counts, here's what counts, here's what counts. And there's this big cliff at the end of um, Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. They said, all right, pretty much nothing we've produced after that moment counts. Right. It's all, this is where everything's a legend. And so now we got to start from scratch. And that's where we start. And that's where we start with The Force Awakens. So, so I remember liking this movie. It's not bad. I remember walking out of it and being like, huh, that's a decent Star Wars movie. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Did it... I have the lowest of expectations? I did. Mm-hmm. So big, big, big ups. There's not a lot of politicking in here. Oh, thank God there's no parliamentary procedure in this movie. No. Uh, for the love. You've also said your favorite part of Star Wars is getting out of scrapes. Yes, the getting out of scrapes part of Star Wars is my favorite, where it's like, we're space pirates, motherfucker! Yeah, and like, this thing is nothing but like, sca- scrape to scrape to scrape. I mean, it's not nothing. I would say it's a good third. It's like, it's a very well balanced film, True. where it's like a third getting out of I guess scrapes, so, yeah. a third mumbo jumbo, a third epic space battle. Yeah, and like. Like, it is pretty well balanced. And for... also, yeah, the space battles tend to be much smaller in scale in this one. Like, usually it's just, like, one guy versus something else. One guy versus something else. Like, there aren't the massive giant star armada battles where you're just like, what the Which fuck is like, happening? Which is like, pew, 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 pew. And I was like, I need, like, some strategy. Somebody needs to, like, let me into the war room because I don't know what the fuck is going on. So, yeah. So this movie starts... Uh, with the crawl, like they all do. It does and, start with a crawl. And while there's a lot of things happening, we find out, first off, Luke Skywalker, Skywalker is missing. Right, he's gone into, like, self-imposed exile. Yeah. He's like just, Yoda! Yeah, he's just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it fuck, rhymes. Fuck y'all, I'm done. Well, that's the thing. Uh, they say, like, these stories rhyme. Like, there are certain things that come back again and again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they rhyme a little bit too much. Sometimes it's a little copy-pasty. But um, they do have some similarities. And so, like, yeah, Luke Skywalker has disappeared, just like Yoda has. Right. Uh, a Why Why do Jedi Masters feel like it's a great idea to be like, the world needs me. It's in peril. I'm going to go hang out on some desert. Yeah. And, like, just be by myself. Because that's uh, what I, I need some they do seem time. to appear like... They do seem to prefer big, lush, green places. But still, yeah. Like, I don't know. Just They're just what like, they hey, I could be helping people. But I'm just going to go to a spa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, the Republic is back. So, yay! Um, it was, a it was very, the rebellion. Very short-lived rebellion. Like, this is, like, France-level rebellion. Like, it is just, like, rebellion, nothing, rebellion, nothing, rebellion, nothing. Like, it's like, hey, we elected an official. He's like, I'm a king now. It's like, seems fine. Yeah. (laughs) So. Thanks, Napoleon. Yeah. Napoleon III. That was Napoleon III's thing. Um, But the. And they uh, were fine with it. And they were like, sure, it seems fine. They weren't all fine with it. Just for the record, (laughs) there are a lot of people not fine with it. Like, we're going to just wait for you to die, and then we're just not going to do this again, okay? you, You get, what is the, oh, what was the. The Second Republic of France went into... They get real mad. The Commune of Paris. The Commune of Paris is what ended up... It's a whole thing. I do know that when I was in Model UN, uh, to anger the French delegates, we would call them the delegates from the Third Republic of France. Weird flex, (laughs) but okay. And they'd be like, fuck you, (laughs) Sudan. And we're like, 
Whatever. Bring it. What are you going to do? Bring it. Third Republic of France. So the rebellion became the Republic again. Mm -hmm. And then the Republic has a little paramilitary branch that right. is like, the resistance. I would say this is just like not... They just never got their footing. This is like the first time uh america was america and then they were like taken over by farmers with pitchforks and they're like oh fuck we're terrible at this <laughs> yeah well yeah that was like the articles of confederation before yes. we had our like real constitution and people don't talk about that because a hundred percent they don't talk about that but it's true it's true we had like a whole other government for a couple of years there and then... right and when taken over by farmers with pitchforks turns out that sucked so we came up with the constitution and later that same year we elected george mm -hmm. washington but like we don't talk about that you know, right. how do the you... The first start was rough. How do you go from rebellion to republic? It's tough. Like, it's a hard turn. Right, right. And apparently they're not doing great because the First Order, which is basically like Empire 2.0... Right, or Republic 2.0 or whatever. No, it's the Empire. The like, Empire. it's the evil Empire coming in again, trying to take over, and they're, they're flexing, and they've got the pointy ships, and they're... Wearing the black uniforms, right, and got right. knockoff Darth Vader, like right. They have you know like they knock have stormtroopers, they have knock off music, <laughs> like they are yeah, like they, their John William theme is very similar to the mm -hmm. Empire theme, but they don't have clone troopers anymore. No, all well, the clones have died. So the clone troopers were out by the time of the original trilogy. We had stormtroopers, mm -hmm. and stormtroopers are they conscripted into service? Are they raised? Yes. From birth, are like how do we get more stormtroopers? Because um, we are spending them like crazy. We need to regenerate. So, kind of the first one of the first characters you meet in this is a guy named FN to something or other. He's got to be Finn here Finn, before yes. too long, so I'm not going to bother too much on his name. Right, but he's Finn. He's Finn. Um, he is. How do I say this? Not a clone trooper. No, he's not a clone trooper. He doesn't look like Django Fett. He is, uh, yeah. He's, he's a stormtrooper. He's a stormtrooper. Uh, and he was picked up as a child and raised as a stormtrooper. So did they just find, like, orphans? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can find them or you can make them, you know? Yeah. Options are there. That's true. That's true. So, like, as you conquer different places, you just capture the children and mm -hmm. you raise them. That seems like it's a very long con. Oh, yeah. Uh, to raise them as stormtroopers. Because, like, children take a long time to grow. Yeah, they, they do. They eat a lot of food. They're very annoying in the meantime. Like, that's a, that's a lot of things. Right. <laughs> and so, like, your infantry stormtroopers would be that. But, like, your advanced stormtroopers, your, your shock troopers. Do they troopers, rise up your, in the ranks? You can, uh, but a lot if of the... they're great? Yeah, like, a lot of the pilots and stuff are recruited from from the general populace. So okay. just like your general infantry, like your cannon fodder stormtroopers, mm -hmm. those are raised. Okay. Because um, they don't, no one given the right choice would be yeah, no, an infantry. It's, it's, it's a fucking terrible job. They don't even teach you how to aim. No. Cla classically, they do not even teach you how to aim. And I was like, okay, guys. Come on. You're very smart. You can, you can teach your cannon fodder how to aim. Like you're giving them a gun. You yes. can at least, they are the king of the incomplete upgrade. Yeah. Like, where they're like, hey, we bought these awesome guns. We're not going to teach you how to use them. And you're like, what guys, are you, this, my is, boss? this is the easiest part of it. Like, you yeah. already spent the money on the gun. Teach your and, people how to use the gun. And easily 20 years worth of investment on this kid. Right. Like, right. Like, this is just the last little puzzle piece. But no. Yeah. But no. no that seems don't. like work. So the movie. Oh, but also too, too real. 
Too yeah. real. <laughs> but, um, and so the movie starts, though, you do start with Finn, as he's, mm-hmm. like, being dropped onto the surface of a planet. Right. Where we cut and we see... Kylo Ren. No. No? BB-8. BB-8. BB-8 and his, his buddy, Poe. Okay. Um, they crash-landed. I, I'm under convinced. I'm convinced that the humans in this are the pets of the droids. I think we have it all. Backwards. I mean, uh, the droids do live a fucking long time. Yeah. So I, I see that. Yeah, like I think basically at this point, Luke Skywalker is like the rescue that R two D two had that kind of got away. Right, and he was like, uh, you know, he ran can't away. Win them all. Yeah, he was barely totally trained. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, but anyway, so BB-8 has Poe, and Poe mm-hmm. is getting, like, super secret information from shady old guy. Right, about where Luke Skywalker is. Right. And then, then the First Order just invades. That's Kylo Ren. And that's where Kylo Ren comes in, because they're just, like, torching that whole village. village. Poe gets in his TIE fighter to fly away, and he gets shot from behind, and he can't go anywhere, so he's got to fight his way out. Mm-hmm. Only he totally fails to fight his way right, out. Right, he's not great at fighting his way out? No, he is not. He is not good at all. And gets captured. Uh, one of the coolest early moments, though, he shoots at Kylo Ren. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah, and Kylo Ren, like, just, like, very chill, stops the bullet. He's just, like, boop. Like, yeah. He's like, I feel like stopping this bullet. Like, he he seems very chill about it. Yeah, it's just, like, it's total flex. It's a total flex, which right, I get. Right. Like, I mean, if I could stop bullets, would I be stopping bullets all the time? Absolutely. Would I go to the shooting range just to be an asshole? Yes. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> exactly. Just stop the guy's bullet, like, move it two feet over just to like, <laughs> And people are like, fuck you, go away. You know, use all the bullets to write rude, rude words on the targets if I could. You know, yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. 100%. Would I use the force just to be an asshole? Perhaps. Yeah, I would. Maybe that's why I don't have the force. But Poe gets (laughs) captured. He sends BB-8 away. And they're like, oh, we're going to interrogate the fuck out of this motherfucker. Meanwhile, Finn is, like, having a crisis of faith. Right. So, like, Finn's bro dies. Yeah. And Finn's bro takes his, like, bloody hand and, like, slaps it on Finn's face. Yeah. On his ma- on his helmet, not his face, but on his helmet. And so then you see this, like, big, like, blood hand. And that's really the first, like, blood you see in Star Wars. Yeah, like, it's usually Like, there's a lot clean. of dying in Star Wars, and there's not a lot of blood. But no, this one was like, the first Like, so much one. so that I thought that the Stormtroopers were robots. Yeah. That's forever. Funny. Like, that's I thought they were robots. They don't bleed. They can't aim. Like, they're fucking terrible. Like, I did not think that these people were humans in costumes. Mm-hmm. I 100% thought they were robots as children. Fair enough. So he has a little crisis of faith, and when they get back to the ship, he's going to end up freeing Poe. Right. He's like, I can't do this. Like, I got to bail. Just go do whatever you want. I don't care. And then I also have to just get away from all these people who are killing me. Who's <laughs> yeah. going to try to kill me for so, my yeah. dissension. Yeah, he's got to get out. So his best bet is to steal the pilot and, and leave. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, BB-8 meets up with everybody's favorite scavenger... Ray. Ray. So Ray lives on... Jakku. Jakku. Where is Jakku? Uh, it's out in the outer room. Nobody knows. It's Well, it's it's not insignificant. It, okay. Um, it was a site of one of the last battles of the Republic vs. Uh, Empire battles. Okay. As as the last gaps of the um, Empire were of going the Empire. down. So that's why it's like riddled with like giant star destroyers and like 
it looks like it's a, basically a Stone Age culture is because they got the crap kicked out of them and like basically knocked them back like a couple of ages. Right. And so anybody that's on Jakku was not there when the Star Destroyers came down. Right. They came later. They had they're there as scavengers. Okay. Later. So that yeah, you this is like 20 or 30 years after the event. So yeah, you would if you were on Jakku when the battle happened overhead, you were wiped out. You were, right, that makes sense. Which is the thing we talked about with the like Ewoks and the Death Star, and it, right, they totally like, kind of like acknowledge that in this moment, and you're like, oh, cool, thanks, folks. So, um, so she's scavenging. She rescues BB-8 and takes him to like the little like oasis place that they have there. Where she gets her food in exchange for spare parts. Right, right. And they want to buy him. Right, and she doesn't want to sell him. Right. Because she's like, I don't know, he seems cool. Yeah. I don't want to sell him. So, meanwhile, Finn has escaped with Poe, and they... I will say that the Finn-Poe, like, buddy cop portion of this movie, I was like, I would watch a whole movie that is just Finn and Poe go on adventures. Like... Oh, yeah. I was 100% here for that. Yeah, and so Finn and Poe had escaped, but their TIE fighter that they escaped in got shot down. Finn loses Poe um, and finds Poe's jacket, though. Mm-hmm. So so Poe loses Finn, Finn loses Poe, whatever. But Finn does, like, take off all the Stormtrooper stuff. Right, because he was like, this is, I feel like, a target. Yeah. Like, I feel like I should blend in a little more. Mm-hmm. And take off my stormtrooper stuff. And so he takes off his stuff and luck would have it, wanders into the same oasis that Ray and BB-8 are at. Right, right, with his jacket, with Poe's jacket. Right, which BB-8 sees. Right, and he and so BB-8 comes up to Finn and is like, what the fuck did you do with my pilot? Yeah, there's a whole thing, like, first off, Ray kicks his ass. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just her way of saying hello. She whacks him in the chest with her staff and drops him. Right, right. He's suspicious. <laughs> yeah, she's like she drops him first, asks questions later, kind of thing. And she grew up in a rough neighborhood, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, people are a lot easier to have conversations with when they're laying on their back below your heel. Like mm-hmm. that's yeah, right, that's right. fair. And as they're trying to figure out what's going on, and he's trying to... He had earlier been asked by by Poe if he was part of the Resistance. And he's like, sure. sure. And Poe's like, no, you're not. You just want to get out of here. He's like, yeah, I just I mean, it. maybe, but, you know. Hey, I can work with this. And Poe's like, any ship in a storm, let's get out of here. And he does. Um, but Ray is a little more suspicious initially. And he's like, hey, I helped Poe escape. I helped them get off the ship, but we got shot down. The whole thing's out in the desert, and I, I think he died. And Which is true. He does think he died. And Ray's like, so you're then you're with part of the resistance then? And he's like... Maybe. Sure, yes. Yes, yes, yes I, am. I am. Yes, I am. And he's like, so what's going on? And he's like, well, this thing has this map to Luke Skywalker. We got to get it to the resistance. And BB-8's like, what? What? Who the? What the? I don't know you. <laughs> and it's like you're telling all my secrets. It like I'm I'm really trying not to get caught here. This is not helping. And Ray's like, oh my gosh, it's it's Luke Skywalker. I thought he was a legend again. 
how short of a term memory do these people right. have? It'd be like the colors of neon. Just like, what? At one time, people wore highlighter colors. And they're like, no! Like, it's true. There once was a man <laughs> named Ronald Reagan. Right. There were t-shirts that changed color when you were hot or cold. Those very, are coming back. It was very awkward. Anyway. Awkward, awkward for teenagers. Everybody had, like, hot pink armpits. Like, please don't. No, no one needed that. Um, but... Yeah, so she's like, cool. And then the stormtroopers show up. Mm-hmm. And they start trashing the place looking for, of course, Poe, or Finn and BB-8. Well, they start, they're looking for Poe and BB-8. They don't even know no, about that's Finn. that's true. Well, they think Finn maybe, but, like, he's not really their concern. Like, right. he's annoying, but, like, if you see him, sure, kill him. Mm-hmm. But... Do they know what his face looks like? I would guess so. They had, like, a scan. Mm-hmm. Like, they... They knew what his face looked like on the computer screen, so I'd imagine they could make some wanted posters pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, just pull your driver's license photo kind of thing. Right, right. And so they've got to get out of there, and there's a whole hijinks ensue. Again, the getting out of scrapes moment where they've yes. got to run to the ship that they're going to use to get out. I do remember this part where Finn keeps trying to grab Ray's hand, and Ray's like, fuck you, I'm trying to run, let go of my hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's actually really important. I do important. really like that part. There's, it's actually really important because he like grabs her hand and tries to run. She's like, what are you doing? And then he does it again. She's like, stop grabbing my hand. And then there's a moment where they get shot and he gets kind of launched ass over tea kettle and lands. Uh-huh. And she looks at him and grabs him by the hand and pulls him up. Right. And it's a really good moment of like, okay, so this isn't this isn't a you this rescue me. This isn't a damsel in distress moment. This is a we're we're in this together moment. And it's a it's a really good also, have you ever tried to run while holding someone's hand? It's very hard. Yeah, they, that 80s song totally lied to us. Right, right. Think we're alone now? Right, it doesn't work. Running just as fast as <laughs> you can, holding onto one another's hand? No, It'd be no. much faster if you were not holding onto one another's <laughs> it's hand. It's true. You could get there much it's quicker. It's true, Tiffany. So, um, that's a myth and legend right there. Yes. So they get, they're running to the ship that they're going to use to get away when the TIE fighter blows like, it up. They're just whatever, whatever our ship is around. And, and the type like, oh, shutter, shit. Okay, we'll take the hunk of junk. And they turn. We'll take whatever ship is around. And what ship is around? The Millennium Falcon. And they're like, that ship? That ship is trash. And you're like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But Ray and, and Finn so get in it. So how did the Millennium Falcon wind up on Jakku? So somebody stole it from Han. Someone stole it from how that guy. How did steal a that- ship? It's real big. Yeah. It's real big. Yeah, and like, so how gutsy just, are you to take right. arguably one of the most famous ships in the it, galaxy? It's a very distinct ship. Uh, it's not, actually. It's not? There's lots of Millennium yeah. Falcon-type styles? The Corellian Freighter was actually a pretty pretty standard uh, body type. Okay, that's good. The Light Freighter. It's kind of like a tugboat. Aww, so cute. So, like, that the 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 notch in the front... Between, like, you got those two little triangle pieces mm-hmm. that come out, and there's that notch in the front. That is actually designed... Didn't it have, like, a zappy between it? No. Uh, it's designed to be, like, a docking port for a number of things. Uh, escape pod uh, in the solo movies. That's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, you could dock, um, basically, barges. Ah. Then they would go vertically through that slit. And just, like, pull them across uh, push wherever. Them. But, yeah. Um, you could push them wherever you wanted to, and the cockpit's off to the side so that you could see what you were doing. Mm. That's why it's not centered up. 
And so it's a, actually a relatively decent... It's not a bad design. Decent design. Um, but, yeah, that was a pretty not uncommon thing. Now, the Millennium Falcon had been modified within an inch of its life. Right. It's real kitted out. It's got, like, glow lights and spinner rims. Uh, yeah, some, some dice hanging from the mirror. A hundred percent. Oh, it literally they... has dice hanging from the mirror. That's part of <laughs> canon. Um, it's got... It's got like they're the called double, chance cubes. The double barrel exhaust that makes a lot of noise. Uh-huh. Like it's, it's got real, smugglers compartments. God, it's real annoying. Like if this thing pulled up to you, you'd be like, "The fuck is this?" And then you would see Lando in the seat, and you'd be like, "Yeah, kind of tracks." <laughs> and then, like, so did Lando do all the modifications? He did a lot of the mods to do that, and then so the well, like the a history skull of this, on the gear shift, pretty much. Um, so he's, he's modified this thing and pimped this thing out. It had a cloak room whenever he had it. That's amazing. Legit. Just a room for his capes? Yes. Yes. Cause Lando. Cause Lando. Um, but when Han gets it, it goes from being like a luxury smuggler, like. Mm-hmm. Like a yacht. You know, it was really nice and really flashy and really great. Right. And then he just kind of ran into the ground. And he just was like, whatever, this is just what I'm doing with it. Like, I really appreciate the secret compartments. Those are coming in really handy. Yeah, everything else the is kind of trash. Fantastic. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about the paint job. I don't care about the, the fancy cloak leather room. seats. Yeah. Like, it just needs it needs to do what I need it to do. And so Han, Han kind of ran it into the ground. And then whoever's got it after him ran it even further and further into the ground. Right. And whoever, so, so someone just stole it from him. Yes. And and he won it fair and square in a poker match. Uh, yes. So, or whatever kind of alien card game they play. I can't remember it right now, but it, yeah, you're right, basically. And the dice, there's the dice component to this game. Uh-huh. The dice, the chance cubes, they call chance them. Chance cubes. That let him win that game. That through the winning... Uh-huh. Are the fuzzy dice that are on the... Mm-hmm. He put them on a chain and hung them from the rearview mirror, essentially. So douchey. I know, but like, <laughs> so on brand. He's very on brand. <laughs> he is fantastic. So they take this thing and there's a very small scale space battle where they're mm-hmm. running from TIE fighters. Again... This thing looks way different. You know, it's the Millennium Falcon. It's a it's uh, a yeah. pancake with two triangles. Right, a pancake with two triangles. And then we've got the TIE Fighters, which are little circles with the big flat things. And you're like, at a glance. Right. I can tell them apart. I know what all these By things are. By their noise, you can tell them one apart. One is like, and one is like, <gasps> Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so it's a very clearly defined battle. You know what, who's right. who, what's in what ship. Everything makes sense. And the Millennium Falcon and Ray fl- piloting. Turns out she's a really good pilot. Right. Kind Who of bluffing right through. <laughs> uh, and turns out Finn is not too bad at shooting stuff, which right. again is how you knew he was not ever going to be a good stormtrooper. Right, right. Because he, he could actually aim. He's got aim. And he's fire. got skills. So they get out of the scrape, jump to hyperspace with BB 8, and are headed for the, um, the resistance base. Right. Okay. And meanwhile, Kylo Ren gets that news and goes apeshit. Right. Okay, so there was a part... You were watching... You were kind of reviewing this movie yeah. while you were folding laundry, and I was doing uh, so many other things. But I did walk in for this part, and uh, the little, like, peon or whatever comes up to Kylo Ren and was like, hey, I've got some bad news. How do you draw that straw? Like, right. That sucks. Right. And he proceeds to, like, freak the fuck out, 
get his lightsaber, like, destroy half of the, like, control panel of the ship, yeah. and then force stroke the person. So, like, the guy comes up, he's like, okay, so the droid escaped. And he, like, braces for impact, and he's like... And Kylo Ren just stares at him. He's like, just keep going. He's like, we think the FN whatever, whatever, whatever... The the stormtrooper that flipped. Yeah. We think he helped him. And now he's, like, choking him, and he's like... Okay, you know, like, we gotta find these guys. No, first he takes his lightsaber out and, like, no, he's just no, flipping no, no, no. around. This is, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He like, does that. Like a fucking child. That's right. Like, no, no. Just because you get bad news does not mean that you can destroy the shit. Like, But the thing is, stop. when he, when Kylo Ren lights up his lightsaber, the guy that's giving the news totally just closes his eyes and stares inside. Right. He's just like, just, right. just close your eyes and think of England. So, yeah. Like, this is it. This is my right. deal. This is how I go. Right. So, anyway, this is such bad management. Oh, yeah. Because, you know what this means? This means that none of your people will ever tell you the truth. No, no one's ever going to bring this no guy one's bad ever, news. No one's ever going to bring this guy bad news. They're be like, everything's great. We caught him. Everything's fine. Like, also, I quit. Fuck you. I'm leaving. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just going to disappear. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to come and deliver this bad news. I'm just going to get in a pod and I'm going to leave forever. Yep. And I'm small potatoes and, like, you don't care about me that much. Like, honestly, that guy that abandoned had the right idea here. Like, 100%. I... 100%. All this is, all this shit is bullshit. Yeah. This is, this is totally the people who, like, will fire you without pay, like, when you give your two weeks. Yeah. And so you wait to give your two weeks, like, when you're on vacation. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, so uh, just so you know, I'm not... I'm just not coming back. (laughs) Here's my two weeks notice. And like, oh, well, you can't come into the building anymore. You're like, fantastic. You still have to pay me because those are the rules. Right. That's like Ohio labor law. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, see ya. Yeah, cool. Try him out. But, yeah, so Kylo Ren doesn't take it well. And meanwhile... He behaves like a fucking child. He really Like, truly, if I was his master... I'd be like, no. Just because you get bad news does not mean you can destroy all of my expensive starship. Like, fuck you. Yeah, that's coming I'm, out of your I'm allowance, garnish- Kylo. Uh, yeah, 100% this is coming out of your allowance. And you're grounded. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> meanwhile... I mean, I understand the Sith are, like, real into anger. But, like, guys, this is an expensive starship. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, on the Falcon, the thing conks out. Like, it's trying to do hyperdrive stuff. And it ends up, like, not really working. So they end up just derelict and drifting in the middle of space while they try to fix the engine. Right. Which is on brand for the Millennium Falcon at this truth, point. Truth, truth. And Ray like, knows what the fuck she's talking about. And and Finn does not know what and she's he's talking about. And he's trying to act like tr- But he's trying to mansplain to her. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> like... <laughs> he, to his credit, he does realize about 20 seconds into the whole process, he's like... I just need to do what this girl's telling me to do. Right. Even right. if I don't She's know like, what it no, is. like, no, get that part. No, the point, the part I'm pointing at. No, the one I'm pointing at. <laughs> and he finally gets it. And meanwhile, he's having this whole aside with BB-8. He's like, you got to help a brother out here, man. I am trying to not die. Like, right. I have one, I have one goal. Like, there is definitely a spot where he's like, uh, she is a girl, and I appreciate that maybe there's a shot here. But he really abandons that line of reasoning pretty quickly. Well, there is a part where she was like, I need to get back to, uh, what? where is it? Dr- Jakku. Jakku. And he's like, why? Why do you need to get back to Jakku? Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> like, he's like, do you have family there? Boyfriend? Cute boyfriend? And she just looks up and goes, 
none of your business. And he's just like, all right, not going that rate anymore. And right. I'm like, okay, good, good for you picking up on that. And but um, she's like, okay, so where's the resistance base looking at Finn? And he's like, I, um, yeah, I don't know if I can tell you. Well, if you want to go there, you're going to have to tell me. And she ducks back in and she, he's looking at BBA. He's like, BBA, you need to tell me. I don't you, know. Oh, you just need to tell her. Like, yeah, like, just tell her. I, we just need to go. Like, yeah, I need I need some sort of help here because I don't know what I'm doing. And BB-8's like, wait, are you not in the resistance? And he's like, no. I mean, I'm not, but I don't I don't want to be part of the Empire either. So I, I kind of am by default. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I definitely can't go back there. So I might as well throw in with you guys. And I, I'm sure BBH doing the calculus of this guy's a spy. Like right. this guy's a hundred percent a spy. He's mm-hmm. trying to figure it out, but he, against or with his better judgment, he figures out. Okay, let's go. T- let's do it. So he tells them where they need to go. Um, but before they can get going, uh, they get sucked into a portal. Uh, not really a portal. Some force field. It's a force field that sucks them into a salvage ship. I have the hiccups now. Aww. That's <laughs> adorable. Sorry. So they get sucked into a ship, and they're like, oh, fuck, it's the first order they found us, you know? Right, so they, like, go into hiding. Yeah. And, and um, there was something when they were fixing on the ship that was going to, like, send off poisonous gas, and they're like, oh, can you, like, trigger that thing that, like, sends off poisonous gas? Like, can you unfix that? And, and then she maybe, was like, I don't know, maybe. And maybe we can buy some time. But the, I don't know what happens there because the door opens and guess who walks in? Han Solo and Chewbacca. Of course. And Han Solo is like, Chewie, we're home. Yeah. And at no point is Chewie like, fuck you. I'm a million years old. My home is a planet far from here. This fucking ship is not my home, you dog. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Again, you know, if the droids are on like... People are like their third dogs. Like oh, Wookiees, even more Wookiees, so. Wookiees, they're a zillion years old. Like it's like, look, I got you when you were a puppy. You were real cute. You're much less cute now. Like you're kind of like, you half full, lame. Full on senior dog here, and yeah. I love you very much, and I will give you your shots. Mm-hmm. But like, no, this is not my home. <laughs> no, please. The fact that like Chewie did not just like punch Han in the face. For that phraseology, like, I I respect him less. Yes. So they poke around and very quickly discover Finn and Ray hiding in the floorboards. And they're like, who are you guys? How'd you get my ship? How'd you get my ship? And she was like, um, well, I flew it. I was your pilot. I was the pilot. He's like, what? This is a real hard ship to fly. And she's like, yeah, I'm real good at flying. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and- <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, okay then. But also, like, fuck him. <laughs> well, and she is like, to her credit, she's like, wait, this is the Millennium Falcon? And he's like, yep. Wait, this is the ship that did the Kessel Run in 14 parsecs? He's like, 12? You know, wait, so does this mean, like, the stuff about Luke Skywalker and all the legends and everything, that it's all true? And she's, he's like, yep, it's all true. <laughs> and I'm just like, how do you know what she learned? Like, how do you, you know? Don't, you don't know what legend she heard? Luke Skywalker was 16 feet tall and had two heads. Right. Sure, seems great. Is that true? Uh, actually, no, that part, that part, that part might be that exaggerated. Not true. That seems to be inaccurate. <laughs> Were you his lover? Uh, 
that's I mean, there's the one time right, like, in the in in right, in but the, he's like, nope, it's all true. Everything you've heard yeah. is true, and you're like, surely not. We spent everything. one night in Hoth, like, cuddled you, in the dead do carcass. Do you read fanfic? Not everything can be true. Not everything can be true. And so, yeah, and but s- probably some of it is. And while they're like in the ship, they get out into the big ship, uh, Han's big salvage ship, and he's got a bunch of stuff. He's transporting and smuggling and stealing. Right. He's always like, you know, king of the deal. <laughs> yeah. He's got some Rathars, which are like these like multiple tentacle death machines. Right. They're kind of like evil squid. Yeah. And some, yeah, they're not. They're good. real big, they're real like, big squid. For me, they're somewhere between a Beholder and a Cthulhu. Which the nerds out there are like, yeah, it's Trex. Uh, just squiddy monsters. They're big, giant squiddy monsters. Lots of eyes, lots of tentacles. It's not good. Right. And so at at one point, there's like two other groups that somehow converge on this. Right, because Han owes everybody money. Yeah. Like, that is the... Again, that the, tracks. The, the, the through line through Han's character is he owes everybody money all the time. The other thing about Han's character um, that you, and, and this is a pretty popular fan theory, he is not force sensitive. He's not force sensitive. But he is force blessed. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason, the force has a soft spot, spot in its heart for and Han Solo. He's like, in all my years of living, I've never died. Exactly. <laughs> like... like Everything that needs to happen for Han to come out smelling like a rose happens. Right. Like, what are the odds that his ship would be going through interstellar space and happen upon his old Millennium Falcon filled with two very plot-important humans and a droid (laughs) holding the location of Luke Skywalker? What are the fucking odds? Right, right. If C-3PO was here, he'd tell us. Yeah. And (laughs) if... Well, and that's, you know, one of the things they joke about is, like, you know, Han Solo always is like, never tell me the odds. Because to Han Solo, the odds do not fucking matter. Right. He can do what he wants. He will do what he wants. And the Force will just, like, step aside and gesture frankly <laughs> in. Like, come on in, sir. You're yes. welcome. Everything's fine. Everything's fine here. How are you? Like, nothing he does is matters. He could take any stupid risk he wants. And he's just going to come out smelling like a rose. And so, this is the thing where, like, he randomly discovers the Millennium Falcon. And you're like, because of course he does. And while he's having plot exposition about discovering the Millennium Falcon and having Rathnar, Rathars on the ship, the doors open and two groups that he owes money walk through. These are not related groups. No, no. These he are just not owes, friends. He just owes lots of people money. He just stopped. None of these are great people. He stopped randomly in the middle of space and got boarded by two people that were looking for him within moments of so each other. Because so many fucking people are looking for him. That's probably true. Because he owes true. so many fucking people money. Like, if he just stops in any one place long enough, people are like, oh, that guy, fucker, owes me 50 bucks. <laughs> like, or more. Yeah. And so they have a whole thing where he's trying to talk to them talk them down and they realize hey is that the droid that's got like an apv out on it right that's There's worth a, a huge zillion dollars bounty. like let's just we'll take, take that, that off that your guy. hands and call it even and also we'll kill you and through it all like somehow ray so, tries to close the doors but accidentally releases the rathars right so ray accidentally releases the rathars or maybe uh maybe, finn. I maybe finn. on purpose uh yeah. releases the rathars like she's very force sensitive maybe that was part of the plan Yep, uh, but and it makes a distraction, 
and then Han and Chewie escape, and then, like, Yeah, well, they whatever. the Rattlers are running rampant on the ship, taking people out, and so they get to the Millennium Falcon and take off with that and kind of repair it on the way to get out. Um, but one of the guys survives long enough to be like, hey, Han Solo's on the fucking Millennium Falcon with the droid with the location of Han, with Luke Skywalker's. Right, everybody go. And he tells the First Order that, and that's the whole thing. And then, like, that kind of shoots off into the distance, and we are then confronted with, like, a plot development moment for Kylo. Right. Right, so at Starkiller Base, which also mm-hmm. is, like, the fucking terriblest planet name. Like, its name is Starkiller Base. Like, really, it's a little on the nose. So like, you, could, you couldn't come up with a name for it? Luke Skywalker's original name in the original draft of A New Hope was... Is Starkiller Luke... Base? No, it's not. It was Luke Starkiller. Luke Starkiller instead of Skywalker. But uh, Lucas correctly decided that seemed a little on like uh, the bad side. Just a little too much. Little too much. Dark. So base. they went with Star Killer Base, which again it's on the nose, but you know Death Star was too. And, right. Right. And people love that. And you know, of course people, Death Star Two. People aren't here for subtlety like Snowball do. <laughs> In the Simpsons. Yes. Um, and and so they get the whole. Um, so they're on the Starkiller base, and, uh, Kylo and Hux. Okay, can we talk about Hux for a minute? What about Hux? Uh, he Percy? Was, yeah, per- no, I don't think, I think he was Bill. Oh, Bill, He yeah. was a Weasley brother? I don't know which Weasley brother. Indeed. And he was in Peter Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> so, Reviewed like, previously on this podcast. Previously. Not a, not your best work, Hux. No. Like, sorry that you're this, like, super hunky, uh, Scottish man, but truly, you can do better. Dublin Hall, something or other. I don't truly, know. I cannot pronounce your name. It has too many letters. But, <laughs> but you, he, he's a good actor. He's a great actor. He does okay as Hux. Is he a great actor in this movie? I'm going to argue yes. Yeah? Because here's the thing. He is a perfect foil to Kylo. Because mm-hmm. Kylo, Kylo is all emotion. All emotion and all, like, cocksure mm-hmm. arrogance. Right, right. With... Not a lot to back it up, honestly. Like no. he's he's force no. adept. He's got a couple of tricks in his thing, but like from a strategic point of view, from a manipulative point of view, he's not great. He's not there. Yeah. He, and Hux is like, I make the trains run on time. I yeah. built this whole fucking base. Like yeah. I can do some shit. I can get some shit done. Yeah, and like there's a whole like in the comics, there's a whole thing where he is a general, but he's really Snoke's right hand military guy. Right. He's. He is the guy, but Snoke won't promote him past general because he doesn't want him to be... He doesn't want to get a big head? Well, no, he needs him to be hungry. He needs right. him to be trying. and That only works for so long. It does. In my experience, that only works for like five years. Maybe. At but most. But and Hux then is you're still like, young. fuck all this. But I'm... Hux is still young, and he hasn't been in the general spot that for long that long. Meet him. Okay. So he's he's come up pretty quick, but at the same time, he's so like, still trying time, to prove himself. By the time this and... movie, this next movie rolls around, Hux needs to be like, fuck this, I'm finding the floor. Yeah. I'm like figuring out how little I can work and still like yeah. keep my health insurance. Or also, I need like that promotion. I need to be the field marshal Hux. Like, I need right. to be... Commander of the navies, or whatever. Yeah. Or I'll just go work for another evil empire. Like there's so many of them. I'll go. I'll go Are work there? for Amazon. Okay, 
<laughs> is there Amazon in this universe? With a volcano layer. Because they can't seem to deliver anything. <laughs> so, Elon Musk, are you out there? 100%. 100% be like, who? what kind of, like, supervillain has a volcano lair and is, like, trying to get us to space? <laughs> uh, that was Darth Vader for a while there, but that's a different topic. Um, and and so they meet Snoke, who is this giant hologram. He's weird. Yeah, he's kind of weird. We don't know a lot about him. He doesn't him. wear a cloak. He it's doesn't. Not his he's got you. shiny gold you robes. You see his, like, whole face. Right. So he's not into secrecy. He wants everyone to know who he is. And his face is very memorable, too. Yeah. Like, it's like fame. Like, I want to live forever. He's got lots of scars and stuff. But he's like, listen, Kylo, you're going to have to, like, track down Han Solo, kill him, and take the droid. You cool with that? And he's like, yeah, my dad my dad means nothing to me. He's like, you sure? Because, like, you're kind of a whiny little kid. So right, I think you're still right. looking for your dad's approval. Oh, truly, truly, truly. Skywalker, can we talk about how the Skywalker wine gene is passed? Oh, yeah. It has to be... It is strong in this one. It has to be, like... Because it passed on through Leia. Yeah. She doesn't have the wine gene. Yeah! So what I think... I think it's an X gene. Yeah. So, like, if you have XY, then it's like, oh, like, you're gonna be super fucking whiny. But if you're XX, then you're like, oh... You like it's recessive. The pa- Padme <laughs> was not whiny. So Padme was not she whiny. She passed her non-whiny ex, and and then right. So right, I think I think it's an, an it's an X recessive gene. So like if you if you have two X's, you're fine. But if you're XY, you're gonna be fucking terrible. But I was gonna point out like Han Solo is not exactly unwhiny. That whole like it's not, not my fault. It's he's not, not my fault. He's not like, unwhiny. And then. Kylo had gone away to train with it's Luke like, for a while, so it's we don't like know that yet. It's like in those uh, experiments where they take your face and they superimpose it onto another face. Yeah. And you're always attracted to the face that has, like, parts of your face in it. Maybe. You are. Like, it's just everyone yeah, is. Yeah, so Leia's, like, so, attracted to people so, who are whiny. Yeah, the whininess is the thing that she's attracted to. <laughs> Carrie Fisher deserved better than that. Truly. Truly. So, um... So anyway, so Ray gets his or Kylo gets his orders that he's going to have to hunt down Han Solo. Meanwhile, Han Solo goes to to the Green Planet, right, and meets up with Maz. Mm-hmm. Maz is the lady with the big eyes, right? The lady with the big eyes. And why does Han Solo need to meet with her? She's got he needs some repairs to the Falcon. And she's the only one who can fix it? Uh, she is the only one who will not ask questions if he asks uh, her to fix it. Maybe possibly the only person in this section he doesn't owe money. Oh. So, like, he maybe can't be too picky. Maybe. Maybe because they're lovers. That, there's something implied there. Right. I, I assume that, like, they're lovers, they were, like, friends with benefits, and they, like... Drifted apart. Yeah, they broke off well. They were still in good... Yeah. Like, standing and maybe with some, like, special on the side time. Well, and also, like, we can figure you know, something out. When you get dumped for a princess, it's, like, you kind of have to give the guy some points. You're like, nah. I, I, I think, like, they, they had broken up, like... Previously. Previously. And they were, like, at an understanding. Like, hey, you're here doing your thing. I'm here doing my thing. But, like, if, if, I'm, ever, ever, if, if I'm ever, ever around, around... If you're like, ever in my parsec... Yeah, call me for a good time. Yeah, exactly. So he he stops by and he's like, hey, Maz, how's it going? I need you to fix my ship. And Maz is like, who's this girl? Okay, so does Maz uh, remind you of Sylvia Weinstein in, uh, in Nailed It? 
with her oh, big, yeah, with the with big, her big glasses. Eyes, 100%. Yeah. And like telling you how to do some shit. She reminds me of Edna Mode. Yes, also, also Edna Mode. Like all that kind of. She's fantastic. I love her. Um, and, and Maz is like, oh, so there's a like droid and like all of you guys are here like there's no reason you shouldn't be explaining the entire plot of this movie to me right now right right it's very it's very plot convenient that mm-hmm. i don't know anything and you're gonna tell me all the things yep they're gonna like kind of need to abandon the uh, falcon because it's a little too hot like everybody's looking right. for people, it people can tell what it is people have like all kinds of tractor beams on like tra- tracing whatever on it like you yeah. didn't scrub it you fuckers like you are professional stealing like, you're professional pirates. You don't sweep your ship and make sure that people don't have, like, tracing apparatuses on your ship. Guys, this mm-hmm. is, like, 101. Yep. And so, uh, they could. So, he's like, a friend's going to meet me here. She's going to bring a new ship. And so, they, they get there. And then, like, they're speaking with. They're talking with Maz. They're, they're doing this whole thing. And they're going to, like,. Finn's gonna go off and do his own thing, and what ends up happening is like Maz takes Ray downstairs. Right, it was like I have some stuff to show you. Well, like Ray, like they're kind of just going around, and like Ray here screaming, mm-hmm. and she's like investigating. She's like, "What is going on? There's somebody in danger. There's something bad happening. I need to go figure out what it is." And she opens a box, and what's in there? Um, the lightsaber from Luke. Yes. But not just any lightsaber. It's the first... The very first lightsaber he loses. The blue lightsaber. Yeah, the lightsaber that used to be Anakin's lightsaber. That then Obi-Wan picked up from Anakin's smoldering, not yet corpse. Yeah, because he's a fucking terrible person. And then, like, just keeps in a trunk on Tatooine and then gives to Luke with, like, no instructions, training like, or expectations. Hey, I, this used to be your dad's. And then Luke <laughs> has it for a movie and a half until he, Darth he Vader his cuts off cut his off. hand. Right. And, and the, it goes down the, like, exhaust port. Right, where Maz was there to pick it up. Uh, yeah, so there's a total moment where... Han looks at Maz and is like, how the hell did you get this thing? And Maz is just like... You know, it's a long story. (laughs) And also, I kind of wanted to be like, and there was a hand. Did you get the hand? Right. Right. Did you pick up the hand, too? And she's like, no, the hand was gross. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) gross. You know, we don't do hands. Did you clean the blood off of it? Like, where? She's like, no, it has all the midichlorians in it. I don't know. So, as soon as Ray touches it, she has this whole, like, acid trip vision. Right. Right. So, like, like, the... The visions that she sees with the Force are very different than all of the other visions that I've ever seen people see with the Force. Well, they're very clear, first off. And, like, they're, like, very stream of consciousness. Like, one fades into the next, into the next, into the next. Like, uh, Anakin's of Padme dying were very vague. Right, and not not accurate. No, not accurate at all. Um... (laughs) We don't know anything really about what Luke was seeing through the forest because they just we didn't only, have the budget for that. They just, we only saw the part where Luke like cut off the mask of Vader and it was his face. That's in the cave. That's a whole different sort of oh, thing. Oh, the cave is magical and you can see the Force visions more. Yeah, there's a comic about Ray, uh, when Kylo goes in the cave. It's a whole thing. I'll get, we'll do that Will off we? Screen. Will we? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, 
but like Ray sees these very clear visions. She sees like um she sees she sees like her as a kid. She, she sees, sees like fighting uh she sees like the past, she sees the future. She sees like her as a kid. She sees like fighting Kylo Ren in a a snowfield. Yeah, she sees Cloud City. It's in there at one point like Yeah, she sees She sees some like greatest hits of the Jedi past and then like It's very much like prophets of the Old Testament. Yeah. Where they see like the now and the later and the future, but it's like mountains and it's like boom, boom, boom. Everything's yeah. like happening really kind tell of like what, all at once. And what's it's in like the future? What's in the past? Right what's going on in now? And outside of time. So she sees like these random things, and as she kind of comes out of it, Maz is like, "Oh, I guess that's for you." She's like, "What?" She's like, "I'm not taking this fucking thing. It's making me fucking crazy. You like, keep it." No, no, that's for you. And about that time, <laughs> that's when like the first order shows up and is like right. totally raining fire and brimstone down and destroys Maz's like hideout slash temple. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren lands and like. Oh, there's the part you skip the part about the. Oh, maybe you didn't move that later. Like, or about Kylo feeling, like, the internal struggle. Yeah. He, like, talks to his grandfather's, not skull, Mask. but helmet. Like, half-burned, mutilated helmet from the funeral pile. And was like, hey, I don't know if I can do this, but I, like, I trust you, grandfather. Yeah. He's totally talking to, I'm like, did you miss the last, like, 45 seconds of Darth right. Vader's life? He was where good he... now. He's not going to help you. Yeah. He's, he's busy being a sparkly force ghost. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, death back per- confession. The person he was is no longer. Right. So, he, yeah, he does that. And and so, there's this whole thing, and, and there's, like, a little battle that happens on, on Maz's planet, and they win, sort of. I don't know how they end up winning. Oh, is this when, this is when Leia shows up. I don't know. The first, or the resistance shows up and chases them off, and that's yes. when the Leia land or the ship lands, and you see Leia, and then like C three PO totally and like truly, cocklocks. Like, Leia's such a badass. Oh, she is. I like her so much. I did like um, wicking way back up to the first scene of the whole fucking movie. Um, the old guy that's giving Poe Dameron the info. Uh huh. He's like the general. Will Poe says the general. Will appreciate this. And the old guy says, You call her general, but she's always royalty to me. And obviously, that's a. That's a, yeah. Leia thing. A Leia thing. And so, General Leia Organa shows up to save Han's ass. And so many times. Like, I feel like this is just over and over again. Like, this is why we broke up. Yeah. And so, they get. She rescues him and takes him to somewhere else. Um,. Off scene at the like the resistance base. Uh, I don't know where it is. Some other greenish planet that looks a lot like uh-huh. Endor, but probably isn't. Um, meanwhile, like they're charging up the the Star Killer base by sucking the energy out of a star. Right. They're going to use it. It's as, a it's a base that kills stars. It's built in a planet. It's built in a planet. So it sucks the energy out of a nearby star. Yep. And then uses it to kill other things. Yes. It is very literally a star killer base. Right. And so it's basically a whole planet that can go into hyperspace, which is pretty awesome. And weird. Um, it also can sh- it can shoot bullets through hyperspace. 
Which right. is the thing. Like, it can attack anywhere in the in the galaxy because part of in the in the novels or whatever at least it it doesn't shoot its bullet just directly at a planet which would be like light speed or whatever it like shoots its bullet into a hyperspace tunnel that comes out and then hits the planet <laughs> and you're like well that makes a lot of sense like the only reason this thing's got to move is it's just got to find a new star to suck up and then it can just go any. It can kill anything. anywhere. There's a star. Anywhere there's a star, it's it's really cool. So it they use this thing. They suck up its energy, and while everybody's hanging out on the the resistance base on the green planet, they watch as like all these other planets get eliminated. And I'm first off very concerned about the orbital dynamics of this solar system. Oh, all right. Are all of a sudden we feel like we should we should bow to physics? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, so here's the thing: like, if Venus spontaneously exploded, right? We're fucked. Well, first off, yeah, eventually we will be fucked. Not not that long. It would not take that long. Not, like, not it would probably take a hundred or so years, like, for the debris cloud to like get around to us. But like, we would know eventually. But the other thing is, we wouldn't see it, like. And if, like, Venus, Mars, Mercury, say an imaginary planet somewhere past Mars, but, like, everybody's in the habitable habitable zone or whatever. There's, like, three or four planets there. Right. If three or four of them get taken out, just the way the orbits work, we wouldn't know. Like, like we wouldn't see, like, we wouldn't be able to see all of them getting shot. Unless we were super duper close to each other, in which case I have, again, severe concerns about the orbital dynamics and stability of the solar system. Right, like, yeah. Like, I don't know how this worked. But these things get blown up and they're like, oh, fuck, do they have another Death Star? Like, yes, of course they have another Death Star. Like, they just keep making the same goddamn Death Star. Yeah, and so... (laughs) That, yeah. And so, I oh, wait, hold on. I, I forgot something. Ray doesn't escape from the green planet. Oh, she does. She got captured by uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah, she got captured by Kylo Ren. Okay. Because the next thing we see her, she's on Starkiller Base, getting like interrogated. Yes. Okay. And like, and she's like, I don't know things. I'm just a scavenger. Like, yeah. I'm just real good at the force for no reason. And Kylo's like, Who's teaching you? How did you learn this stuff? Like, where are you from? She's like, I don't know. I'm just real good. It's not my fault I'm talented. Yeah, and he tries to suck knowledge out of her brain, because he did that to Poe earlier. And so he's got, like, the hand out, and he's, like, pointing it at he's her like, face. He's like, oh, it turns out you don't have any knowledge. No, she turns it back on him. She's able to go into his head and be like, oh, you're afraid you'll never be as good as Vader was. You're you're just a scared little puppy. Oh, that's adorable. And, like, totally breaks him. And he, like, runs from the room scared. It is such a great little movement, movement, and then she's still strapped to the chair. Like, right. She's still she's like, stuck. Oh, I'm still stuck. Fuck. This should should have done something different. And then that's when uh, some random uh, stormtrooper walks by. Remember, and she like gets his attention, and he comes in the room with her. Right. And she's like, "You're gonna let me out?" And he just looks at her and goes, "Why would I let you out?" She's like, "Hold on, let me try that again." And he, like does the force mind meld thing, and is like, "You're gonna let you let me out." I'm going to let you out. And she, he lets her out. And he's like, now you're going to go back to your bunk and like, forget this ever happened. And he's like, I'm going to go back to my bunk and forget this ever happened. And he's like walking out. She's like, oh, and you're going to drop your blaster. 
I'm going to drop my blaster. By the way, here's a funny thing. That guy that in the suit for that, uh-huh. do you know who that is? No. Daniel Craig. Okay. James Bond himself. That's James <laughs> Bond in there. And it was totally... Uh, they were filming at the same studio that they were mm. filming James Bond at the time. And he was like, wait, I want to be in this movie. He's like, I want to be in this movie. And they're like, we can't put your face on it. He's like, that's cool. I don't care. I don't need a credit. I don't, I don't need, need anything. Yeah. And um, and so while he was on the set, they referred to that particular stormtrooper as uh, JBW07. Uh, but he's got like a whole different number and official right, books right, right. and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was Daniel Craig. And so... Yay! So Daisy Ridley and Daniel Craig have acted together just, you know, yeah, randomly. Um, but she ends up, like, escaping. She's got a gun. She's, like, crawling through the guts of the, the space station, just like... Right, and, like, she's just learning on the fly, like, honing her Force abilities while she's, you know, using yeah, herself. Yeah, she's super awesome. Um, meanwhile, the Resistance has figured out Starkiller Base exists, and they've got to destroy it, um, and the thing they figure out they're gonna do is they're gonna run a bunch of X-Rings through a trench and attack in a, like, exhaust port. Really? Yeah, and then, uh, Kylo tells Norg, like, hey, Ray's super strong in the Force, but she's not trained. We should, we should get her. We should, like, I feel, I feel like we could turn her, because, like, she doesn't know anything, like, but she's real good with the Force. Right. And he's like, cool, go talk to her, and then he goes, and she fights her that she's gone. And then he, like, throws another fit of rage where he just, like, slashes her chair, like an angry child. I do like, um, while he's slashing her chair, you see, like, two stormtroopers walk up and, like, look in, and then just, like, (laughs) back slowly away from the situation. Like, Like, nope, not going in there. But, um... Truly. The the best, the best way to deal with that. We're just like, you're a fucking child. Yeah, and so, um... They figure... So, the Resistance is like, okay, so we gotta attack Starkiller Base. So, plan A is that we're going to fly through their shields and disable them. And the way they figure out they're going to do that is they take the Millennium Falcon and basically jump it from hyperspace between the shields and the surface of the planet. Right. I I feel like if your shields can be breached through someone just going through hyperspace, they're fucking terrible shields. Also, we have established that Starkiller Base shoots its bullets through hyperspace. Right. So, like, if anybody else has figured out that technology, you're boned. Right! Like, seriously, like, maybe think this This, through. This is terrible engineering. It is, really. And so, Finn and Han and Chewie land on the surface of of Starkiller Base. Right, they just, like, shoop in. Shoop in. And they are going to turn off the shields. Mm -hmm. And so they're, like, crawling through the, like, ports and stuff and, and... they they try to get in. They meet up with Captain Phasma, who they just like dispatch with like no no sort of ceremony at all. She's just like gone, right? And which is a bummer. She was a fun character. Oh, that's too bad. And um, they they manage to get to like the shield generator room, mm-hmm. which apparently this whole planet has one fucking shield generator room. Right, right. You would think they would have multiple shield Again, generator rooms. These guys are not playing with their A game. <laughs> <laughs> and they're too focused on making great names like Star Killer Base. <laughs> so they're putting these like thermal detonators, landmine things all over the mm-hmm. this thing. 
so that they can blow it and and turn out the shields and get everybody in. And as they're doing that, who shows up? Um, Han Solo, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren shows up. And so Han and Kylo have a big confrontation on this, like, random bridge, which I don't know why always, they should be on. always a fucking bridge. And they're over a giant pit. Always. It's what we do. And, um... And Kylo's like, I've got to do this. I, I, I have to do this. And Han's like, you can. I, you don't have you. to do anything. You don't have to do anything. I will help you. You can always come home. I'm, I'm here for you. I, I love you. You're my son. You'll always be Ben to me. Like, he gives this whole heartfelt thing. And, um, and then, whoosh, right. Kylo turns on. Kylo stabs him. This, the lightsaber that's pointed at him comes on. Stabs him through the heart, and Han Solo falls over. Right. And Ray and Finn and Chewbacca see Han die, and they're like, oh my god! Yeah, and so... Wait, does this mean that Han's gonna come back as, like, half a spider? We'll get there. No, he's probably... I'm here for that! I'm here for the half a spider Han! So, they freak out, um, Chewie starts shooting, everybody runs out, and they're... they, They blow the... Blow the thermal detonators, and Ray follows or uh, Kylo follows Ray. They have a whole battle in the in the, in the woods in the snow, yeah. which was in her vision. Like that yeah. was part of her thing. Also, like lightsabers look real cool in the snow. They do. It's legit pretty. That was smart. That was smart of them to be like, let's do a snow battle. Yeah, and like it's not a beautiful battle. Like it's not a really artsy, like high class thing because like kylo basically runs around like a monkey with a yeah, with a lightsaber like, like smashing people with things. a bone like like he's just he's using his lightsaber he like he's like club. donkey kong like he's really <laughs> not graceful at all and ray has no fucking clue what she's doing right um uh, other than the fact that like at one point she like force pulls the lightsaber towards mm-hmm. her and it's just like it's a great moment it really was a, a climatic moment um while this is happening, the 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 thermal detonators have gone off, and the the X wings are able to come in and like attack, and they manage to blow up the reactor somehow because that's what we do. Yeah, uh, reactors always always plentiful on the ground to be blown up in the X wing universe or in the Star Wars universe, and the planet starts like fucking dying. Right, like there's earthquakes and there's chasms opening up. And all kinds of crazy shit's happening. Why? Because the reactor's blowing, because the planet's core is Oh, because the, the planet thing. is a reactor? Yeah, like okay. the whole planet is basically a Death Star, so it's a slower yeah. death. And so, like, Ray and Finn and Chewie and all them manage to get to the Falcon and get off. Except Han. Han's dead. Rest in peace, Han. Uh, meanwhile, like, Hux takes uh, Escape Pod... Uh, Kylo Ren gets off the shit uh, off the planet. Like everybody kind of scatters, and then the planet explodes because you know, right? You need a big explosion at the end of every Star Wars. Everybody film. loves explosions. And um, and so Kylo's going off into the distance. The Millennium Falcon lands at um, at the the Resistance base. God, they- you remember this movie way better than I oh, do. Yeah. Well, I, well, I also remember like this. Like, when Ray gets out, like, Chewie's there, Leia's there, 
Ray is there. Finn is there. Finn goes over and like hugs Poe. And I'm like, oh, again, this movie I would watch. Like, yes, um, the oh. Poe, the Poe Finn buddy cop uh, slash romantic comedy. Yes, exactly that. Um, and then like Ray hugs Leia, and like Chewbacca's like standing in the middle of this whole thing. Like, what the fuck am I? Like, right, like he was my best friend slash third dog. Like, yeah, <laughs> he was a he was a good dog. He lived a good life. <laughs> like he, he did well. He, he went out good. And like he went out doing what he loved. Yeah, <laughs> like, and like this is this weird kind of moment. I'm like, who the fuck? Uh, somebody hugged Chewie for me. He didn't get a medal. Now he doesn't get a hug. Like, come on. This is, I mean, nobody respects Chewbacca. Nobody respects Chewbacca. And um, and so they go back like inside the base, and this is where BB-8 kind of like does some weird beepy stuff and shows the map, right? How to get to Luke, and um. R2 shows up, mm-hmm. wakes up. He had been in the background of a scene, like, dead. Right. He'd just been a trash can for a bit. And then he kind of, like, comes to life, and he's like, oh, you guys are talking about Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I here's know, the rest of the map. I know about Luke Skywalker. And like, the fuck have you been doing? Like, seriously, R2. And so they find, like, this is the full map, how to get to R- to Luke Skywalker. <sighs> Which of us should go see Luke? I mean, of it's either me... It's either Leia or Chewbacca or like Ray. Like, let's send the person he doesn't let's send know. Chewbacca and Ray. <laughs> so the end of the movie is like Ray getting to this um, like abandoned rocky island in the middle of nowhere, walking up this path, finding Hans or finding this like really weird, creepy monk-looking dude. And, like, reaching out a lightsaber and it turns around, hey, it's Luke Skywalker, everybody. For, like, the last five fucking seconds of this movie, right. we get Mark Hamill. Right. I wonder how much he got for that. Literally I hope, millions. I, I hope it was millions of dollars. It was literally millions, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars a second. And he's like, yeah, I... He was doing the press tour, like, for the next movie, and the people were like, how much did you get paid for the last movie? He's like, way too much. Like... <laughs> Don't tell anybody that. It was exactly the right amount. I, I need you to understand that, like, I negotiated a three-picture deal, and it's equal pay for all three films. And, like, the first film, I'm in it for literally 30 seconds. And I have no lines. Mm-hmm. But I still got paid like I was a star. Right. And you're right. Like, Good for you, Mark. Good for you, Mark. Good I'm for glad. you. You don't have a lot of opportunities out there. Are you kidding? He does all of the voices in Batman. He does. He does. Like literally all the fucking voices in the animated Batman was him. So I'm gonna call something out. He does the voice of the Joker. Yes. And he's awesome at that. Um oh my gosh, what was his name? Not the Riddler. Um not the Joker. I don't know. Do you want me to Google Mark Hamill voices? It was, um, oh, he's, oh, I've got it. He was, he played a character by the name of the Trickster on The Flash. Yeah. Um, like, back in the day, um, like, there was an old Flash show, and now there's a modern Flash show, and he totally got to reprise the same character as, like, an old school Trickster, and there's, like, a new school Trickster, and, like, it's a whole thing. He also played the voice of the Trickster in the Justice League cartoons. Yes. So, like, he has played a lot of, like, he's been in the DC universe pretty hardcore. He's played, like, right. 
three and a half different characters in the DC universe. <laughs> he was every other villain in Batman. He like, was he literally every other villain. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he did a lot of stuff. He did great. Um, he also is the voice of Chucky. Oh, I did not watch that movie. From yeah, yeah, I didn't either. Because I like sleeping. I as well do. But anyway, but he has a hard time being like the face of anybody. Because, like, he's so Luke Skywalker. Truly. Truly. He is a voice actor and not a face actor. Well, and I feel like there's a lot of people like that, that they get typecast where he's kind of stuck. Yes. Like, he's not going to be able to be, like, anytime he shows up on screen, you're like, it's, it's, it's Luke Skywalker. It's Luke Skywalker. And he's like, but, but I know I have a Luke Skywalker face, but I can, I can act, I promise. But anyway. But anyway, so after that, like, that's just the end of the movie. Like, roll credits and we're done. Right. Like, what the fuck just happened here? Like, I don't get it. Nobody understands. <sighs> so what did we learn from this movie? Okay, so uh, you can make a good Star Wars movie as long as George Lucas isn't writing it. Okay, so that's fair. That is fair. I, I have to give you that. So that's what we learned. That's like, it lesson. is possible. It's possible to make a watchable Star Wars movie. Now, was this movie a little too much epic space battles and a little too little getting out of scrapes? Yes. Yeah. Was I here for the new characters? Yes. Like, would I watch the buddy cop slash romantic comedy movie of Finn and Poe? Absolutely. 100%. I'm here for all of that fanfic. So. Um, is Ray kind of boring? Yeah. She's kind of boring. Yeah. Like, she's Force-sensitive, and she's from Ohio. Basically. And then like, her backstory doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, she's like... But it's, like, left it mysteriously matter. open. It's mysteriously open. Perhaps it will matter at some point. But right now, 100%, she's from Ohio. Yeah. And she's Force-sensitive. And by Ohio, we mean a desert planet in the middle of nowhere. In- yeah. I mean Space Ohio. Yeah, it's Space Ohio. <laughs> by the way, how confused would like star wars people be if they came to earth they'd be like wait you have like glaciers and jungles and deserts right so like we're technically living in an ice age yeah but also yeah like you have like all the things and oceans yeah yeah we're a real real great planet to make pictures of other planets yeah i guess so like if you just need to like minimize a planet down to one geological feature right Right. How weird would that be that we have so a planet with like all those things? Yes. Yeah, so weird that Northern California looks like all of these places. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to go to like Sonora and like Southern I mean, California and yeah, those like slanty perhaps, rocks that they use perhaps. for every sci-fi, sci-fi film ever. Right. There's only so many dunes. So, anyway. But I don't know what else we learn. Um. Don't mess with Ray. We didn't even talk about, like, how the lightsaber has tiny little lightsabers out of the handles for no fucking reason. <laughs> okay, so there is a reason for that. So What's the reason? So Tell if me you this. look at a lightsaber in the original lightsabers, like, yes. the, the beam is very tight. Yes. And smooth. Okay. If you look at Kylo Ren's, his lightsaber is very, like, jagged, and there's, like, lightning, and it's got, like, kind of haze to it. Uh Uh-huh. Because uh, he wasn't trained how to make a lightsaber. Yeah, he's fucking terrible at it. Wouldn't Snoke train him? No, Snoke doesn't know. Where does Snoke came from? Snoke is not a Sith. Snoke is a Dark Force adept. It's a whole thing. Um, He's not a Sith. He's not real. He's like a Sith fanboy. So they're trying to, like, 
recreate the Sith from the no, ground up? No, he doesn't up? really care. He, he just sees the Force as a way to power. He was not a Jedi. Because Sith are usually corrupted Jedi. Okay. Or, but there's no Jedi. Right. And so he kind of comes that, out parallel. Was that Skywalker's like gambit where he's like, you know what? Only, like, only Sith are from Corrupted Jedi, so if I don't make any more Jedi, I can't have any more Sith? We have another movie to talk about. <laughs> and we'll get there. Okay. Because that, that is not, you're not far off. Okay. And so, um, and so Snoke is just kind of this guy that figured out the dark side of the Force and found somebody who was Force adept, because Snoke really isn't too uh-huh. much. Like, he's a little bit... But he's not super strong in it, and he finds this Kylo guy, and he's like, I can use this. And I can corrupt this kid, and I can make him my my assistant, and make him think I'm really awesome. And so there's this whole thing where, like, it's just power for uh-huh. Snoke. It's just getting power. And so, yeah. Isn't it for a lot of Sith? Isn't yeah, I mean, it is, but deal? like, but he's not really, like, a Jedi. He's just, he's just an asshole. Okay. Voiced by Andy Serkis. Who is not my favorite? He's fine. He was great in that one. Was he in Down with Love? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Wasn't he Gollum? Yeah. Okay. I just know him as Gollum. Yeah. You don't know his face? I mean, maybe I know his face. He was, um, he was Claw in the Black Panther. Uh, sure. Okay. Anyway, so I guess we didn't learn that much. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. So, please parent responsibly. Yes, please parent responsibly.